So the question is not why me, but what now? Bow your head and let your eyelids close on down Where we're going you won't need to bring your frown With such busy lives it can be so easy to not take stock of the little things that happen are said, that you hear and on reflection are completely profound These light bulb moments are brought to you thanks to Dell Technologies who believe in shining a light on the most inspiring moments in all of our lives I was quite literally left speechless after speaking to Dr. Edith Agar, who, after surviving the Holocaust, has built just the most incredibly strong, inspirational mindset that I've ever witnessed. I could sit for hours and talk about the life-changing advice she shared, but what I found so profound was how she views the past, the present and the future. I am in a process I'm climbing a mountain, and I never stop climbing. I want to get to know you. I want to try some food I never did before. I uh, I like the idea of, of a stretch rather than a shrink. I want you to also do that with your beautiful mind. And knowing that there's one thing we cannot ever change, and that's the past. Hmm. You might as well find a place for it and know that whatever happened, you made it. So the question is not why me, but what now? (laughs) Get rid of the why, change it to a what. Why is in the past? What is in the present? And where do you go from here? And that's in a solution orientation. I know that you want to be like me at 94. I hope you are going to have that, your goal. I will. And see see whether you reach for anything and you ask yourself, is this empowering me or depleting me? Is this good for me? Your self-talk changes your whole body chemistry. That has been proven. Sophie, my co-founder of Not on the High Street and I, used to use the analogy of climbing Everest as we built our dream. We'd laugh because each step of the way, the climb was steep and we barely made it. Thinking that we were just about to reach the top, we'd turn a metaphoric corner and realise we still had so far to go. Goodness knows why we thought there was a summit. I know better now. I now know the point of the adventure is the climb, which never stops. So on my penultimate light bulb moment, I thought I'd tell you other thoughts I had whilst I trekked up that mountain. This story was all I could really think about when Edith spoke about keeping climbing, because it's actually something we really need to remember. I'm actually thinking of getting something beautiful made up, huge, for my office wall with these words lovingly painted, because it makes sense when we think about it. But then as we get stuck into life or building our companies, that wisdom just seems to vanish because we get tired. We desperately want to reach somewhere and we get bogged down in our past. What I mean is thoughts we carry, which have happened, do not allow us to move forward. Do you know the ones I mean? I think I get very tired from my mind when it conjures up these memories because they distract me from the task at hand. And I've been having a few of these lately where business trauma 
started to slow down my present growth. I used to be surrounded, you see, by men with importance at Not on the High Street, and each year somehow they grew in numbers, to the point that at any given board meeting, which I was the chairwoman, there would be ten powerful men versus two women, Sophie and myself. It started as something I felt in control of, and yet over the years, what I realise now, I started to behave differently due to what I perceived they wanted from me as a CEO and chair. I was not in control of the most important thing, me. Rather than it be a positive experience, I now see I started dancing to the tune they were playing. Because I respected men in business. My dad was a man in business and he was a role model of mine. My early investors were men and I deeply respected them as much as they cared and respected me. But not everyone is equal. So as I move forward in my new adventure, the new business that I was growing, I find myself interacting with powerful men. And even though I'm growing my future and feel like they would be helpful, I feel an inner voice crying out, an inner feeling vibrating, and it makes me not me. It brings back thoughts that paralyze me. So hard to describe, but I wanted to give you an example of how our pasts can 100% affect our business futures, that we have to work on this, that the stretch that Edith speaks about here for me is to explore that, dissect it and see it for what it is. Are my thoughts true or just thoughts? Was there trauma I'm holding on to and allowing it to predict my future? Probably. It would be shrinking if I didn't deal with these feelings, because who knows what that might mean for my future. I also held on for years and years something else that Edith said, why me? Until actually naturally it turned into what now? And now I reflect on that, it was the what now that healed the why me, turning past and pity into my springboard, a springboard into my business dreams, a place I now call Holly & Co. We only have to turn on the news at the moment, don't we, to hear the doom and gloom which could be on our plates. And those who are half glass full or anxious by nature, this is a very hard period of our lives to navigate. But when we look at dear Edith at 94 and her empowering outlook, I think we have to do her the respect after the atrocities she suffered, and take control of how we will navigate this time. Like her, she used her mind to survive. If we can't control that outlook, if we can't control the past, the memories, what can we do? For me, I want to stretch and have arms like Mr Tickle on the front of a Mr Men book because I plan to control what I can, pour energy in what I know to be true, believe that good vibrations come back to you, think about my thinking and respect that I am what I think, reminding myself that the climb is the prize and those that I meet are the wildflowers I get to smell along the trek that the pain makes me stronger and that there is literally nothing I cannot achieve. There's nothing you cannot achieve. Now, before you go, what I hadn't told you is that this is one of 10 very special Lightbulb Moment episodes brought to you by Dell Technologies. 
Light bulb moments happen to us each and every day of life, where we discover learnings, hear stories that inspire us, or witness things that trigger sudden, enlightening thoughts that change our lives forever. And that's why I'll be welcoming 10 incredible female founders from Dell's Women's Entrepreneur Network, otherwise known as DWEN, into the safe space to share their personal light bulb moments. I really do believe that by sharing the tales of our brightest moments, we have the ability to build, grow and empower a female community of entrepreneurs, becoming stronger than we could ever have imagined. This week, Becca Wilkinson, founder and CEO of The Beehive, will be sharing her very own light bulb moment. Enjoy. Hi, my name's Becca and I'm the founder of The Beehive, a second-hand women's clothing boutique and cafe in the heart of Ashford's town centre. But it's really so much more. My light bulb moment struck when we were launching our new membership scheme. We decided that we would have a special offer that the first group of people to sign up would be founding members with added bonuses for being the first. My colleague and I went backwards and forwards on how many founding members to offer. I was convinced not many people would sign up, but my colleague had rightly so a confidence I didn't, and we settled on 50. When we announced the membership, the interest was so great that we needed to quickly come up with a way that people could reserve the membership online because they weren't going to be able to get into store and didn't want to miss out. As a result, on the day we launched the membership, the 50 founding members sold out within 24 hours. It wasn't until this moment that I really understood how invested our customers were in our business. By sharing stories of the difference we were making in people's lives, we had cultivated a community of people who were 100% behind us. Since then, I've been more grateful than ever to our loyal customer base. We also won the best fashion store in the Muddy Stilettos this year, which again shows how invested they are in our stories. I believe so much more in myself as well, and I'm looking to grow the business across the country because I believe every high street needs a beehive, and every town will have people that will get behind it. I'm so pleased I was able to share my light bulb moment with you and make sure you watch out for those small, pivotal moments that happen to each of us every day. Take notice, follow the path they take you on and make sure you share the stories with people along the way. A big thank you to Dell Technologies who've brought us this episode today and I hope you enjoyed this light bulb moment. To listen to my whole conversation with Dr Edith Agar or any of my past founders, search Conversations of Inspiration wherever you get your podcasts. And if this episode has helped you on your journey, I'd be so grateful if you might rate and review to help us reach even more people. Go on. If you've never done it before, it's super simple and it will help me so much. Mm-hmm.